With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Tennis.com podcast. And here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Hello, friends. Welcome again to the Tennis in 10 podcast. Not too long after 10 p.m. Eastern Time here. Uh, this is day six, a pretty tidy day, I would say, uh, overall. You know, really after day one where we had uh, an incredibly late ending to Madison Keys's opening round match, uh, that was the Djokovic first round match, still the first Still the only completed match Djokovic has played, by the way. Um, the rest of the days have sort of ended, you know, in in you know in in regular order. Uh, nothing stretching really into the into the late late hours, and uh, the day concluded with Nick Kyrgios going down, um, forced to retire with a pre-existing uh, injury. He did so against Ilya Marchenko after. Dropping the second and third sets, he won the first set, preventing uh, what could have been a possible Stan Wawrinka and Nick Kyrgios fourth round match, which uh, for many reasons would have been really uh, dramatic and fantastic stuff to watch. Uh, you know, Wawrinka for his part today really barely got to that uh, round of 16 as well, uh, facing a very inspired. Daniel Evans, another Brit who's done really well here. Kyle Edmund is playing later today against Djokovic. Murray, we obviously know about him. Johanna Kanta will also play on Sunday. But Evans as well, um, really showing some of the talent that we've seen in previous, you know, if you've watched any of the U.S. and Britain Davis Cup ties over the past couple of years, We've seen sort of the skill and potential from this younger set uh, of players, and Evans is one of them. Uh, you know, I even saw mentions of if Evans can play this way from some of the British journalists, you know, he could be headed for the top 20 down the road. Uh, he certainly is a player who rides a lot of, uh, of the emotional side of things. He has a nice one-handed backhand. And he even even earned a match point against Vavrinka on a packed Armstrong Stadium. Uh, it, it was a it, it was a very dramatic four set tiebreaker, and it uh, eventually went Vavrinka's way. He was able to do enough to 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 push this to a fifth set, where his experience or perhaps just you know it, the the wind went out of Evans' sails, really collapsed at that point. It was. Uh, very uh, quick after that, but uh, leading up to that, it was one of the day's more entertaining matches. You also had the Williams sisters playing and just enrolling today. Uh, Venus defeating Laura Siegman 1-2. and two. You had 
uh, Serena defeating Johanna Larson 2-1. Uh, the matches were as one-sided as those scores might indicate. Both Serena and Venus uh, just looking, you know, ready for big, for very deep runs here at this tournament. Um, I thought it, you couldn't even de- de- you couldn't decipher between the two who even played better. There was no need to, you know, they were both just uh, overwhelming shows of superiority on Arthur S. Stadium. One of the day's best matches was the first one on Ash, Simona Halep against Tamea Babosh. This uh, this one seems like a long time ago, long time ago considering what happened today. Uh, but Halep got a real big test from Babosh early on, uh, winning 6-4 in the third. Halep needed to come back from a breakdown in the third set as well. Babos, a player who, if you haven't seen her, um, just a, a really goes really big on both forehand and backhand. You know that's a that's a tough opponent if Halep is not hitting really accurate and really deep, which for stretches she wasn't. And you know Halep is also going to give some pretty, you know, second serves that can be really attacked. And Babos did just that. She, you know, the Hungarian is the thirty first seed. Uh, but you know she played um, and and really threatened Halep. I, I was not sure Halep was going to get out of this one for a little while. Um, certainly an entertaining way to start the day. You know a test for Halep most certainly and probably maybe a sign of of what could you know as has been done in the past undo Halep at a slam is are those bigger hitters and it'll be up to her to kind of really find new ways around them because she is not going to out hit her opponents. Um, she has made her, her living, her, her run to the top five and to grand slam finals before, um, on a, you know, a very extremely solid game all around that, you know, is, um, you know, doesn't have too many weaknesses, but you know, she's always susceptible to that, uh, that from the other side of the net, which we saw, you know, this morning, over on Ash. Other matches I want to run down. Uh, you also had Andy Murray uh, getting through Paulo Renzi in four sets on Ash. And Armstrong, you started the day with Suarez Navarro over Vesnita, four and three. Uh, Agarodwanska against Caroline Garcia. Radwanska, who uh, I have picked to win the U.S. Open in my expert picks. I will remind all of you of that. Winner, two and three over Garcia. And, excuse me, Radwanska coming off a title in New Haven as well. Still still staying with Radwanska, though Serena and uh, Venus certainly uh, give me some pause after today. And before Vrinka Evans, you also had um, you know, a, a player who we who certainly deserve mentioning, Juan Martin Del Potro, uh, getting by David Ferrer in straight sets, 7-6-6-2-6-3. And when you see that result from Del Potro, you know, Ferrer... Even though Ferrer is not the Ferrer of even last year, but certainly not three or four years ago, uh, when he was you know practically a top three player at one point, you know t- he is the kind of guy who should be able to really test and you know put Del Potro under the crosshairs, and for for a player who who is still coming back from injury. And can you know you would think would be really uh, unable to kind of keep up with with a relentless 
baseline like Ferrer. For Del Potro to do so and to win in straights, I think you sort of have to say it. Turn the page on Del Potro. And, you know, if the Olympics wasn't convincing enough, Del Potro certainly seems back, period. And, you know, we'll see where how far that takes him here. But you're looking at one of the most dangerous wild cards and unseated players at a major in a long, long time in Del Potro. Um, you know, really, really impressive stuff today in the third round. Um, over on Grandstand, we had winners Dominic Tiem over Carano Busta in four sets. Uh, Kanju over Lepchenko in three sets. Pliskova, who will face Venus next, over Polyachenkova. And Kane Shikori ends the run. Nice run from Nicholas Mahout as well. Grigor Dimitrov, uh, played court 17, beats Souza in four sets, and uh, Jared Donaldson's run ends against Ivo Karolic. Uh, the other singles match today, on court five, we had one Shvedova uh, against Zheng, uh, Shang Sui. And Shvedova, I, I'm pretty sure, will face Serena next. Um, just want to double-check that. But, you know, a, uh, a very, you know, like I said, a very strong day, I thought, overall from... And I, Sort of a statement day, I think. You know, Del Potro, the Williamses, certainly, um, and some players who, and, and you know, and players that came back to win as well. You have, like I said, uh, Halep and Ravrinka, I think, are the two that come to mind. Is um, this this has not been a very upset heavy tournament to this point? Yeah, you had Raonich early on, um, and I'm missing someone blatantly obvious. Forgive me, but. You know, unlike today in college football, where you saw two of the top five teams, Oklahoma and uh, also um, LSU go down, you're not haven't seen that yet from the first week of this. You know, the U.S. Open chalk is going into the second week, and you know it'll be a better tournament for it. I think the, the first week is for those upsets, um, but I think we're seeing the best players, you know, rounding into form during this last major of the year. So. We will continue see if that holds true tomorrow, where Rafa, Djokovic play, among others, um, on Ash and other, other courts. So for Tennis in 10, your daily 10-minute recap of the U.S. Open, I'm Ed McGrogan for Tennis.com. Tune in tomorrow. Thank you for listening. You've been enjoying the Tennis.com podcast. For all the latest news and events, head over to Tennis.com. 